he seems to be taking the attitude, it, we're not about putting red tape in the way. We're not about hitting you with a stick and fines. We're about finding ways to work together to get safety onto the roads as quickly as possible in as many cars for as many people as possible. It's a complete shift in the way of thinking. And, of course, it reflects his background, which is very different from the typical NHTSA administrator. There's precedent for this, basically. This is borrowed from what Mark Roskin, the head of NHTSA, did when he was running the National Transportation Safety Board, or NTSB. Back then, he was able to convince the the key aircraft manufacturers, like Boeing and Air, uh, Airbus, to pool their own safety resources, say that that's no longer an issue of competitiveness. It is in the best interest of them and of consumers to be delivering the best safety possible on every aircraft. And if you look at it, we went four years without a single airline crash in the United States. And even with, you know, the one or two crashes we had since have been, you know, just the sort of stuff that was done out of stupidity, like that crash in San Francisco with the uh, Korean jet that hit the seawall. How quickly will this come together, this consortium? The consortium should come together pretty quickly. Now, how soon they'll start seeing technology hit the road is unclear, but there is another precedent there. Last September, we saw 10 manufacturers come together and agree to develop emergency auto braking technology that they could spread across all of their brands and all of their models. It's going to be top to bottom. Uh, we're going to be hearing about the, the results of that consortium within another week or so, according to Rosekin, the NHTSA administrator. So uh, we will see that technology come to market years faster than it would have if, if the feds had had to do a regulatory process to get it out there. I have to imagine all of this uh, came, uh, came about because of the uh, problems we've seen in the auto industry uh, regarding uh, safety uh, over the last couple of years, particularly the uh, GM ignition switch uh, problem, Volkswagen cheating on uh, emissions tests. Well, Takata, Takata, Takata airbags. airbags and Chrysler getting huge fines. Uh, in, in fact, Sergio Marchionne, the CEO of Fiat Chrysler, signaled this before many of us knew that this was going to happen. He started talking about the need to stop making safety a competitive issue, but something that auto makers across the board shared. Uh, I think Mark Groskin, the, the new NHTSA administrator, has, has taken a very interesting approach. He said, look, I can hit you with a stick, but I don't need to. I don't want to. My, the fines have tripled under the new transportation bill, so if you get hit with the stick, it's going to really hurt. But isn't it better that we're all working together on safety? And we're starting to see that. We're starting to see little things that can save, in some cases, just one or two lives a year Such being as. introduced. Well, uh, I, I spoke with uh, Mark Royce, who's the product development chief for General Motors, about the new system that they're putting into their Acadia, their uh, their GMC SUV that is designed to alert you if you wound up leaving a child in the back seat in a child safety seat uh, when you get out of the vehicle. You know, that that leads to the death of dozens of infants every year. And he said, look, if we save one child's life a year, it's worth it. And I turned to Mark and I said, wait a second, you're a company that just got hammered for letting a, an ignition switch fester for a decade without a recall, blamed for 124 deaths. This isn't the same company. And he said, no, it is not. But it's not the same industry.
One of the safety innovations uh, that we've seen uh, advertised uh, in uh, some vehicles is uh, crash warning systems. Yeah, forward collision warning technology. Uh, another one that's very popular, blind spot intervention. You know, where you, you can actually see, uh, get warning if somebody's in a blind spot. Very common cause of crashes, uh, as any commuter knows. Uh, all these technologies are moving out very, very quickly. And... Uh, what what I love is the fact that in many cases they're dropping in price rapidly because in many cases they use the same sensors to make one system work as another. It's just a matter of software coding. Uh, so you're seeing these technologies that once might have been collective individually a thousand. option on high-end luxury vehicles. Now you're getting whole packages that you can buy for six and seven hundred dollars on even the least expensive vehicle from manufacturers like Chevrolet or or Toyota. And it is clearly making a difference. If you look at at the the fatality rate in the country, it's down 40% from the from the uh, 70s. It budged and bubbled up a little bit last year, mainly because a lot more people were driving a lot more distances. So this won't necessarily drive up the cost of vehicles for consumers. It probably will drive up the cost a little bit of new vehicles. Uh, And that that is an issue that the industry is working on. Uh, It is a concern and something that that they warn you going into this consortium that, you know, we have to find ways to keep this affordable, keep cars saleable. It's great to load up a vehicle with all the safety. I could take a a Ford Focus, you know, a fairly low-end vehicle, and load it up with all the stuff that's going to, you know, that's out there today, and all of a sudden that $20,000 car is going to be $65,000. And so it doesn't do any good if all these people are buying used cars that don't have the technology. So affordability is still going to be a challenge. But by sharing technologies across the board, so a lot of manufacturers are sharing the cost of the research, and by driving up so-called economies of scale, as we see with the cell phone or any consumer electronics, the more you build, the lower the price.